Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Hope you're all keeping well out there in podcast land. Yeah, you might have guessed by the title of this week's episode, um, <clears throat> you're going to know exactly what we're talking about this week. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that band from the Holy Lands that hit the headlines this past week, and um, it's kind of our fault, I suppose. It's a story that we kind of stumbled upon in last week's podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you managed to listen to last week's podcast, you will hear me actually stumble upon the story and go, hmm, what happened there? So yeah, that turned out to be quite a big deal and it's this week's topic of the week. So we'll talk all about it in this week's topic, so we will get into it. But first of all, let's get through all the introductions and stuff. Yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. And, uh... Yeah, we've got a lot to get through this week, uh, including all of our usual news and updates and stuff and topic of the week and whatnot. Yeah, it's just going to be quite a busy show. So there you go. Alrighty, well, I have to give a plug for Patreon, don't I? Patreon has been really knocking it out of the park this last while, so our community over there are getting really involved in helping us. Uh, we have a number, we have a survey over there at the moment uh, about our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. All that sort of stuff. There's just loads back there in our Patreon page. So if you'd like to help support our show, then you can do. You can go and click on support, and as a result, you'll get your hands on loads of extra stuff, including our two-hour weekly radio show. Yes, if you do happen to miss us live on our two-hour live radio show, then you can go over there to Patreon and listen on a catch-up. Yeah, so you can download it and listen to it at a time that suits you. Now, I do know that a couple of people have done this on Patreon, uh, where they just, like, download, like, 12 or 15 episodes, and that, like, does them uh, for, for, like, a holiday and stuff. Um, I know a lot of people are doing that, actually. There's loads of them. Now, I mean, there's like years and years worth of radio shows on there. So you can go and download any amount of them. And uh, yeah, you'll be kept up to date with what was happening at that time. uh, But you'll also be treated to loads of great music as well. Yeah, fantastic. So shout out to our Patreon faithful who are quite an active community. And thank you to everyone on Patreon who's been helping us this last while. uh, Because you guys are kind of executive producers in the show. Yeah, we do love to listen to what our Patreon audience say and what they like and what they hate. And we do try to adjust things accordingly. So go over there, be part of the Patreon faithful. And yeah, be safe in the knowledge that you're helping support one of your favorite podcasts. And that you're also automatically awesome. Indeed. 
Alrighty. Now, with each and every podcast, we like to open the doors to listener mail. And we got some listener mail in last week. Uh, one of them was, which, well, wanting to remain anonymous, saying for me not to pay attention to the haters. That there's just as many lovers as haters and that we should keep doing what we're doing. And every time I'm talking about the hate mail, that I'm just paying lip service to them and encouraging them. And, uh, yeah, I took your point. And, uh, yeah, our anonymous emailer, your new, you know who you are. Uh, thank you. That's quite a well point, well made. But yes, it's been a heavily requested episode. Uh, we are in production of that. So I just wanted to keep people reminded that, uh, yeah, some hitter mail will be hitting the airwaves. So you're well warned in advance. So whenever the episode of hitter mail does eventually drop, uh, hitter mail, <laughs> the sequel, uh, yeah be prepared (laughs) but um yes we are doing our best to um kind of not pay attention to the naysayers at the moment because there has been quite a lot since this season kicked off since the 14th of may it just seems to be a sea of negativity out there and uh it's doing all we can to keep our head above water at times here at the rab show but we're doing what we can uh but yeah we will do our best to keep the wheels turning and that's all we can do i suppose um, as for the rest of our listener mail, it was all basically in preparation for upcoming episodes. And, yeah, one such huge announcement that we're going to talk about in this week's news. Uh, so, we'll get to that. But, yeah, there's been a serious amount of uh, listener mail and stuff, backwards and forwards, preparing for future episodes and for a big announcement that we're going to talk about in the news and updates. And that's all I'm going to say. But if you do want to send us in some listener mail, then please do. That's the lifeblood of the show. We love hearing from you. So our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you. So, yeah, send us in your thoughts, feelings, and all of that. That's where you can go and do that. Alrighty. Okay, on to the next little bit of the show. You guys guessed it. Yeah. I'm sure you know the routine around here by now. Yeah. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Preparation. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is preparation, and for good reason. Now, when we're recording this podcast, actually, uh, the very next day, on Thursday, (laughs) the 14th, we're actually in the air. Uh, So when you're listening to this pod right now, um, yeah, I would have completed this week's podcast in a bit of a panic because I'm still packing bags and preparing for an upcoming trip. Yes, we've been talking about this now for a few weeks now. Ourselves on the Big Rab Show team are heading to California to cover the games there over there in Monterey. Now, we've mentioned them quite a few times now. And uh, yes, we are really looking forward to attending this event and yeah, we have been putting in quite a bit, quite a bit of preparation ahead of this trip. Uh, not only is transatlantic travel difficult, but also, yeah, just the sheer preparation for attending an event and making sure that we're going to bring you as much possible content and awesome bagpiping from this event that we possibly can. Now, there is a Cayley event, there's a kitchen piping invitational event, there are solos in the morning, there is band competitions, of course, as well. There's just going to be so much. Now, yeah, we have done what we can to prepare as best as we possibly can. And uh, myself, Deej McIntosh and James Kennedy will all be travelling across there to sunny 
California and doing our best to bring you guys all of the piping and drumming action from the west coast of the United States. So really ridiculously looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's always those kind of things that, that you take for granted the preparation that's required for events. And I've had a number of people talk to me as well about preparation for competition. You know, making sure that your uniform is prepared and pressed and uh, in a presentable uh, sort of fashion. And also that whenever you finally do jump in the car and decide to drive to the, the competition that you don't forget your flashes. You have your drum harness with you. You didn't leave your sticks behind. Oh! Where's the McGlengarry? And did I bring a rain cape? Is it going to rain today? Do I bring my sun sun lotion? You know what? You know what I mean. It's the preparation for these events can be huge, and especially now that we're heading into the latter half of the season here in the UK with the Ulsters just next week, and preparations definitely underway here in the UK for the second half of the season. Now, we are in this little bit of a two-week break that we normally get in the middle of the UK season. Uh, So, yeah, we didn't want you guys to be stuck for piping and drumming action. So we are, yeah, absolutely beside ourselves with excitement to get across to Monterey to bring you some piping action this weekend uh, from, yeah, California. So be sure to tune in on your social medias and all the rest, and we will do our best to bring you as much of the piping action from the west coast of the US uh, this weekend. Really looking forward to that. So, yes, that is this week's Word of the Week preparation, because it has pretty much been the story of our show (laughs) this past week. Preparing for our international trip, uh, but also preparing for the latter half of the season. We've got two majors ahead of us, and we're going to do our best to bring you as much action from those as possible. Uh, We have the Ulsters, of course, next week, like I've just mentioned, and not forgetting the Scottish and Dumbarton. Then what happens after that? We have one of our biggest podcasts ever in the entire year. Uh, It's always the most downloaded every single year. That is our World Championship Prediction Podcast. And that'll be after the Scottish. So, yeah, that'll be fun. So really looking forward to that. We've got a lot of preparation involved. And I think, yeah, the wheels are turning. So that's this week's Word of the Week. And, uh, oh, I do have it on good authority that Stu uh, from the British Drum Co. actually tries to guess the word of the week each week. And apparently he hasn't managed to guess it yet. So, Stu, I'd be interested, mate, if you manage to guess this week's. There you are. And <laughs> and if you do manage to guess the word of the week before it actually comes out, then please let us know. We'd love to know if you manage to guess it. That'd be a lot of fun, actually. There you are. And if you would like to suggest your own word of the week as well, then don't forget, go over to Patreon, uh, where we do have an active thread over there where you can suggest possible words of the week. There you are. Alrighty, now you might have guessed that after Word of the Week we do have our favourite feature which is Weekly Drone. Now, can I just say that our Weekly Drone has been quiet this past two weeks because we don't have any Weekly Drones for you this week. But I think that's for good reason. As, yeah, we're going to talk about it in this week's topic of the week. It seemed to be that the piping scene were really quite vocal and were wanting to put their names to it. Nobody was hiding behind anonymity whenever it came to the story. So that's a very interesting development. Are we starting to see the piping world showing a little bit more courage now? And, uh, you know, showing a little bit more conviction behind their viewpoints. And uh, maybe a feature like Weekly Drone is no longer required. Maybe you folks out there don't mind if your name and your band and your location and all of that is disclosed whenever you're giving a strong opinion on something. So, hi. 
food for thought. But that that microphone, that kind of channel of communication will always remain open for you folks. So if you do have a particular complaint, a moan or drone, then send them in to us. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's where you can do it. They're completely anonymous with no names, as I say, and uh, no identifying factors at all. It's just your voice. So be sure to voice your opinions on anything that happens on the piping scene or even on our podcast here. And uh, yeah, we'll bring them to our weekly drone feature. It's been a while since we've heard from JD. I'm sure JD's wondering what's going on, why we're not sending him any emails, but they just haven't been coming in. So our weekly drone feature has been quiet. So, um, yeah, maybe that's worth a ponder. After this week's topic of the week, I dare say there may well be some weekly drones generated. Hmm. Anyway, there you are. (laughs) So don't forget, send us in weekly drones if you are so inclined. There you are. Okay, well, you guessed it then, folks. At this point in the show, we normally just take a little short break at this point and head straight into the news and updates. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So, yeah, I'll be back in a wee second. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Ah, yes, time for all the news and updates. And again, I have to say a special thank you to everyone who's been taking advantage of that promotion with the dojo. I honestly can't sell it enough. It is honestly a fantastic, fantastic opportunity to be able to take a test drive for 30-odd days. And, yeah, the opportunity of that for not really having to spend any money at all and you get full advantage of all of the premium features, it's just simply brilliant. So, And then, I guarantee, after the 30-day test drive and stuff, that you'll definitely want to keep it on because you will see an improvement in your plan, for sure. Anyway, let's move on to the actual news and updates. Well, following last week's podcast, we have a couple of follow-up stories, including this week's topic of the week, uh, which we'll get into. So, um... That's to come. Uh, So in case you're wondering why I'm not talking about that particular news story here in the news and updates, that's because it's this week's topic. Uh, But yeah, one such topic that kind of dropped from last week's episode as well as we were talking about the results from the All-Ireland Championships and how the results haven't been officially published anywhere. Well... Of course, as soon as our podcast was published and we read out all the results and everything, then they were magically published. 
so you can find all of those now on the Irish Pipe Band Association. The full summary sheets uh, for all of the results and everything from the All-Ireland Championships are all up there now. So you can go and have a look at the full summary sheets, which are now finally out there. Yeah, don't know why there was a delay or anything, but... Uh, Took them quite a number of days to get them published, but uh, hey, that's one of those things. They're up there now, and you can look at your summary sheets at your leisure from the All-Ireland Championships. Alrighty, into the first news story. Now, here locally in Northern Ireland, I'm sure you guys will know uh, that the Ulster Scots Agency frequently have various different little funding packages that they can offer to pipe bands around the province. Well, they have just opened their music and dance tuition funding program. And you may not be aware of it, uh, but the closing date for it is the 28th of July. And you can go and check the Ulster Scots Agency's uh, website now uh, for full information. They can provide up to 75% of all eligible costs for music tuition, specifically for pipe bands. So if you are interested in possibly having, you know, like accredited tuition and stuff for your band, or even if your band wants to provide it, then if there's any costs incurred, then go and check out the Ulster Scots Agency, who are now, you know, providing uh, funding and everything for it. So the reason I'm kind of looking at things is there's a, a contact email address and a phone number, uh, but possibly the best place to get a hold of them is on their website. So go along, have a look at the Ulster Scots Agency and their music and dance tuition funding, which is now open and closes on the July 28th. I do know there's a good number of bands in Northern Ireland, actually, that do provide a lot of free tuition, um, but that's not to say it's free for the band to provide that. So, yeah, if you do want to kind of recoup some of your costs, then... There's a golden opportunity right there. There you are. Now, I know I mentioned it at the start of this week's pod, and it kind of inspired our word of the week. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to mention it again. It's the Monterey Scottish Games and Celtic Festival this weekend, and... uh, Can I just say just how stupidly excited we are? I know I've mentioned it already and how excited we are. It's just going to be fantastic. On the Saturday, we have three live bands performing. We have pipe band competitions, Highland Dancing, all of that sort of stuff. We also have a kitchen piping competition and all of that. We have a Cayley and all to get to. And, uh, yeah, full information on the Scottish Games and Celtic Festival in Monterey. Go and check their website. Tickets are available. You can go and grab them. And, uh, yeah, ourselves and the Rab Show team... I have to say, there's just going to be so much from this festival. Uh, we just don't know what to point a camera at first. So if you are going to the event, then please do get in contact with us. Uh, because, yeah, we would love to catch up with any big Rab Show listener and uh, hopefully grab some selfies. But also try and capture what you guys want to see from the event. Obviously, we'll be covering everything from the kitchen piping event, uh, which has 10 of the top international bagpipers uh, invited to compete at it. And let's say the prize money and everything for the kitchen piping event Whew, it's, yeah, it's up there. So quite an attractive prize. But also, that's a freestyle event as well. It's not your typical MSR hornpipe and jig. This is a freestyle thing. So all 10 competitors basically are hitting the stage and doing what they want uh, and trying to entertain the crowd as best they can. So that adds another element to it as well. So, yeah, very interested in this upcoming competition this weekend, and yeah, we're very much looking forward to our trip. Uh, so, um, yeah, as we speak, my bag, my suitcase is actually sitting right beside me here. <laughs> there you are. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, recording a podcast while packing my bags. Yeah, I must remember my passport. There you go. 
Uh, so yeah, Monterey Celtic Festival happening this weekend. Of course, the Keighley, the Kitchen Piping, Pipe On competition. There's two days worth of drum majoring events as well. There's so much to unpack here. It's going to be quite a packed weekend uh, in California. So hoping you guys can either join us in person or, of course, online as well. Be sure to check us out on our social media. Facebook, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. All of that sort of stuff. We'll do what we can, indeed. To cover everything. That's just going to be mental to try and keep up with it. But there we go. We'll do what we can. We'll do what we can. All right. Next little news story then. The Argyle and Sutherland Highlanders Pipe Music Collection. Now, we've been talking about this, especially around whenever they released Volume 1. Well, we've mentioned it on our previous podcast a couple of times now that they're now preparing to release Volume 2. Now, whenever we say that... This book is massive. <laughs> it's absolutely massive. And it, yeah, I cannot wait to delve into between the covers of this book and find out what tunes are included. Now, they have mentioned that it is now available for pre-order. You can go now and pre-order the book ahead of its official release on the August August the 7th. Uh, but, and then I think it will be available for shipping and online uh, shipping and everything for August the 11th. Now... They have warned people, if you are ordering this book online and you don't plan to actually pick it up yourself, then the shipping costs may be kind of expensive because the book itself weighs a kilo. Hmm. It's, yeah, so your shipping will be based on your location and the weight of the product, which is a one kilo. Now, that's quite a hefty book. That gives you kind of the... It gives you an idea of quite a, how huge a collection of music this is. So, yeah, of course, myself, I will be going to the launch event. Of course, yeah, no show without punch. Uh, but, yeah, I do have every plan to head down to the Argyle and Southern Highlanders uh, music launch event. And, uh, yeah, I cannot wait to check out this book and just see just how many tunes are collected in this. So, Volume 1, as we know, is still available and at the time was an absolute roaring success. And I I know that so many pipers out there, and bands as well, have picked up Volume 1 for their archives. But number 2, Volume 2, available now for pre-order, and it's going to be launched at 7th of August. Like I said, it's just going to be one of those ones that you're definitely going to want to have in your arsenal. So, yeah, be sure to check that out. They've announced it all on social media and stuff, and they have websites aplenty where you can go and place uh, your pre-orders. So go and check that out. The Argyle and Southern Highlanders, uh, Volume 2. Yeah, available for pre-order now. There you are. All right. I have to give a little mention on the show this week to a new tune that was composed by a good friend of the show there, Alistair Murray. And this was, of course, in memory of his late mother, Myrtle Murray. And the tune is called Mrs. Myrtle Murray, Queen of Sandwiches. Yeah, it's a fantastic 6-8 March, and yeah, I would urge you to go along and check it out on Alistair Murray's uh, social media. We, of course, have shared it out there on the Rab Show social media. Love to hear loads of people playing this. Quite a catchy tune, and uh, yeah, quite a fitting tribute as well. So shout out to Alistair. What a cracking tune. I've really enjoyed it. He's also included uh, recordings of him playing it as well. So yeah, as well as you get the dots on the page, you also get uh, Alistair playing them as well. So go and check that out. We've shared it out in the Rab so uh, social media I just wanted to give a bit of a shout this week because I really enjoyed that particular tune so there you are quite a fitting tribute and uh, yeah an awesome 68 March there from Alistair Murray fantastic stuff
I have to give a shout out to the Jim Thompson's United States School of Piping and Drumming, who've been busy in action this last few days uh, with loads of great tuition happening. There's been quite a number of selfies and posted, uh, but also a few photographs and video clips and stuff of all the drummers and pipers all working very hard, and it's great to see. Uh, shout out to Ed Best, by the way, who uploaded a whole dose of great selfies. We know Ed loves a good selfie. Uh, but also to Gordon Brown as well, who's over there teaching the drummers as well as Ed, and it's just fantastic to see everyone working together and working very diligently, I have to say. It seems to be a lot of practice going on there. Uh, so shout out to the Jim Thompson's uh, United States School of Piping and Drum. I think over 70 pipers and drummers all all involved in that. So quite a huge school by all accounts. So well done to everyone involved there and keep up the great work. Looking forward to seeing more updates as the school progresses, I'm sure. Alrighty. Our next news story, then, is one that we have been following for a while. Following the resignation of Pipe Major Scott Giffen from uh, the New Zealand Police Pipe Band. I almost pronounced your name wrong there, Scott. Apologies. Uh, We have a brand new appointment. The New Zealand Police Pipe Band announced there just this past week of the new Pipe Major, Nick Eagle. Yes, so Nick has taken up the role uh, following the resignation of their previous PM, uh, Scott Giffen, and yeah, we couldn't be more chuffed because whenever you read all of the background of Nick and Eagle and his involvement in the piping scene there and his achievements to date, it reads kind of like a... Whew, it's quite lengthy, so let's say that Nick has come with quite a wealth of experience and uh, yeah, we're very excited to see what Nick will bring to the band there at the New Zealand Polis. So, yes... Very excited appointment to see that written, and yeah, cannot wait to see uh, the New Zealand Police Pipe Band back on the grass again with their new PM, and uh, yeah, just hopefully with a new musical direction, perhaps, you never know. Hmm. So yeah, excited to see what will happen there, but yeah, we'll keep a track of that, and sure, as soon as we see any performance clips or anything from the new New Zealand Police and their new PM, we'll definitely share that with you folks on our social media, for sure. So good luck to Nick, uh, filling in the role of PM. Um, never an easy task, but uh, yeah, we wish you well on your new appointment, for sure. Alrighty, moving swiftly on then to another little news story. I have to mention drumming for drinks. Now, there's been a few questions sent to us here on the Big Rab Show asking about drumming for drinks. Is it happening? You know, this is July and we still haven't got our tickets yet. Is it happening? Where do I get my tickets? Well, yeah, drumming for drinks... It's been in a little bit of a weird position and a bit of a hiatus, wondering, is it happening? Is it not happening? And that's including myself. I was hoping to get to Drummond for drinks this year. My travel plans to Glasgow actually factored that in. I did want to get to Drummond for drinks. However, yeah, we've seen the announcement from Innovation Percussion. And uh, yeah, they told us that basically it isn't happening this year. However, it will be returning next year. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah with that in mind uh jim scott and tyler all yeah signed off the announcement saying that due to logistical constraints and all of that sort of stuff the event will not be running this year but we will see the return of drumming for drinks next year so as soon as we hear more information on the next drumming for drinks event yeah, we'll definitely let you guys know. Uh, but I have to say that we are all bitterly disappointed that it won't be happening this year because, let's face it, it's one of the highlights of the week for the Pipe and Live Week. And it runs outside of the Pipe and Live Festival because, let's face it, it's not piping, it's drumming. Uh, but it, it is something for all us drummers to focus on during the Pipe and Live Week. We've got that one thing that we can go and enjoy. Uh, and you pipers can enjoy your week-long festival. We've got one day, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not happening this year, unfortunately. But hey, we will look forward to 2023, no doubt. Yeah, so looking forward to that. So as soon as we hear more information, we'll definitely let you folks know and where you can go and grab tickets. Speaking of piping live, uh, there might well have been a little bit of an announcement <clears throat> from the Pipe and Live Festival themselves. Yeah, Big Rap Show live at Pipe and Live. Woo! Yeah, we kept this one close to our chest for a long time, and it's finally, finally. Time for us to be able to talk about it. Yes, ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we will be there at Pipe and Live. And uh, yeah, this is going to be incredible. Now, the last time we were there at Pipe and Live, we were there as part of G1 Presents Big Rab Show Live. And we had a load of G1 artists on stage, all playing some thumping good tunes. And you guys know, it was all recorded and brought to you here as an episode of the podcast. Well, the good folks at Pipe and Live who are obviously listeners and fans of the pod, they've said, Hey, Rab, would you like to come along to the Pipe and Live Festival and do a live recording in front of a live audience? And uh, we said, absolutely, we will. <laughs> but this time round, it's not going to be so much as a gig or a concert setting with tons of music. This time round, it's going to be more of a proper podcast where we actually sit down and have a conversation and talk about some of the big things that are happening in the piping scene there and then, right in the middle of the Piping Live Festival. So this is going to be, can I just say, incredibly interesting. We have got some... Big plans for Rab Show Live at Pipe and Live, and it's just going to be a show that you will not want to miss. This is smack bang in the middle of the Pipe and Live Festival. It's at 2 p.m. at the Street Cafe, and a, yeah, absolute peak audience time, where at that time people will finish their lunches and stuff and settling down with a pint and ready for a good laugh. So... Yeah, with that in mind, we are so excited to be a part of this year's Pipe and Live Festival. I have to say a huge thank you to everyone there at the National Pipe and Centre and everyone at the Pipe and Live Festival for actually inviting us along. We cannot wait to hit the stage and be a part of this magical festival. Honestly, it's an absolute honour and privilege to be able to do it once, but we're back. We're doing it again. <laughs> so, whew. Yeah, we cannot wait to hit the stage as part of the Pipe and Live Festival. And uh, yeah, this is just going to be incredible. So I hope you guys can join us at the Street Cafe. There's no tickets. It's absolutely free. Just dander in off the street at the National Piping Centre. and uh, Join the crack as we try to record an episode of the podcast live in front of an audience. Uh, no pressure. No pressure at all. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well with stage fright, uh, but hey, I'll go, I'll do what I can. We'll get through an episode of the pod, and we'll get it all recorded at Pipe and Live, which will be quite a special episode. And we'll bring it all to you guys here on the podcast, of course, listening internationally or around the globe. If you can't make it to Pipe and Live this year, then uh, yeah, we'll get a special treat. You'll get our live episode recorded at Pipe and Live. Uh, we'll bring it to you as a future episode. There you are. So that's quite an exciting announcement. We're all dead chuffed to finally be able to talk about it. As for who will be appearing with us on stage, who will we be talking to, what is the content of the show, well, we're not about to reveal that just yet. And if anything, we're possibly going to be playing that very close to our chest indeed until the event actually takes place. Yeah, quite a number of surprise guests will be joining us for conversation. And let's just say... Uh, nothing, because I'm, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Right, Rab, shush, you're going to spoil it. All right, we're going to have some quite cool guests joining us, and that's all I'm going to say. All right? Okay, no more. 
Okay, moving on. Pipeandlive.co.uk for full information, of course, on everything that's happening. And one such event that uh, made an announcement this past week as well. We love a good announcement. Uh, the Gordon Duncan Memorial uh, Piping Competition. Uh, we've spoken about it a number of times here in the show. Well, it is taking place this year as part of the Pipe and Live Festival on Sunday, the 14th. So after everything happens on the Saturday, we've crowned our world champions. Then we also head to the Piping Centre for the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition. So... They have just announced their lineup. Where do you hear this? We have Angus Nicholson from Scotland. We have Bradley Parker representing Ireland. We have, uh, now I'm going to completely butcher this name, so apologies. Uh, Ladislas. I think that's how you pronounce your first name, so apologies. Uh, Klatica, and they're from Brittany. And then we have Andrea Boyd from Canada. Apologies for butchering names and pronunciations, but that's something I do here on the pod. Uh, for more information, you can go to the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust, where they have uploaded details there. And tickets for the event are also available from the Pipe and Live website, pipeandlive.co.uk. And just follow, follow the links and everything for the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition. There you are. Go and check that out. Speaking of tickets and that that are available, uh, there was an announcement, well, about a day or two ago now, about the Glenfiddich. The Glenfiddich Piping Championships, yeah, 29th of October, we've been waiting on this. And uh, finally, it has now been released that they are, yeah, doing the online thing. Again, they're doing the online live stream, which is absolutely fantastic news. And they're also doing it in person. So if you are wanting to attend the event, you can. Tickets are available for both in person and for the online live stream. Uh, Yeah, go and grab them now. If you are planning on attending both the competition and the Cayley event, which is held after the solo competition, uh, there are packages available for 75 quid, which may seem a little steep, but that's honestly a full day of some of the top-notch best solo piping you can ever get. And you have a Cayley event after the fact and dancing to the We Are's. Uh, Tickets for in-person in the Great Hall are 15 quid per person. And yeah, that's the same price if you want to join the pay-per-view access for the competition online. So... Yes, for more information, again, you can go and check out all the details, of course. There's Bagpipe News have published the story, but it's available on thepipingcenter.co.uk, where you can go and get all of your tickets for the Glenfiddich. Now, I know it seems a little early in the game to be talking Glenfiddich, whenever the competition isn't until the end of October, but trust me, those who normally leave it until the week before, a few days before... They normally find themselves disappointed. The Glenfiddich competition, especially for in-person tickets, they sell out lightning fast. So, yeah, now that the tickets are available, I know it's July, but purchase the tickets now, and then come October, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, the Glenfiddich event is honestly the World Cup of solo bagpiping. It's one of the top-class events, and uh, you will not want to miss it if you have the opportunity to actually attend. So, there you are. Ticket for me, that gets the big rap show seal of approval. And, yeah, even the live stream. I, yeah, watched that live stream from the very beginning to the very end. And then I even foolishly watch it on repeat again the following day, once I know the results, to see if I could be an armchair judge. There you are. I love the Glymphitic. And, uh, yeah, I cannot wait for that. So looking forward. And, uh, yeah, we have not yet got the lineup. I was doing a bit of Googling around to try and find out if we have any announcement and stuff. Um, well, we do know, of course, that the previous Glymphitic champion will be there, of course. We also have a number of other events to get through before we have our full lineup. You have to have, uh, let me see, 
the winner of the Bratch Gorm from the Scottish Piping Society of London. We have the overall winner of the Scottish Piping Society of London's annual competition. We have the Piping Live Masters winner as well. We have the Argyleshire Gathering, Senior Peabrook, Argyleshire Gathering, former winners, MSR. And we have the gold medal. Uh, we have the Northern Meeting Clasp as well. We have the Northern Meeting Gold Medal winner. All of that. There's quite a list of events that you have to kind of win if you want to be a part of the Glenfiddich. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we have quite a bit to get through in our solo season, I suppose, uh, before we get to the big in then, which is the Glenfiddich. So, quite a road to go. And as we do know more information as these competitions happen, then, yeah, we'll start to put together our lineup for Glenfiddich. So, looking forward to that. And we will definitely be keeping track. And, uh, yeah, can I say our tickets have already been purchased? <laughs> I know that might make me seem sad, uh, but I am definitely very, very keen to get tuning in and watching Glymphatic this year. Looking forward to it. All right, another thing that I've actually been very keen to tune in and enjoy is Piping Live. And yes, their live stream festival pass can I just say, is incredible value for money. It's £75. Now, I do know a lot of people have been complaining about that, but. Whenever you consider the amount of events that you'll be able to tune in and watch live, it's just incredible. So, yes, please go take advantage of it. The full festival pass is just incredible value uh, whenever you consider that it's a full week's worth of piping and entertainment. So, yeah, go along to the Piping Live website. The full listing's there of how uh, to tune in to various events. You can pick and choose if you wish, but, yeah, for me, for best value, best bang for your buck, it's the 75 quid live stream pass, which I think they've accounted it here to over 40 hours worth of events that you can tune into. That's ridiculous. So for 75 quid, I think that's definitely worth the price of admission right there. So uh, you'll get events like the the Silver Chanter, the Masters Peabrook, of course. There's a bunch of other things, like the lunchtime recitals and stuff. And it's just a load of entertainment there. It's for £75, and it, yeah, it's cheaper twice the price. Uh, just to answer your question about whether the Big Rab Show live at Piping Live will be live-streamed and stuff, uh, yes, we have every intention of possibly live-streaming that. That's still yet to be fully arranged, uh, but <laughs> we are doing our best to try and bring a live-stream from that event. So... Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. So, for more information on everything that I've just spoke about, of course, you can go to pipeandlive.co.uk and uh, all the information on the Pipe and Live events and tickets and live streams and all that's all up there now. Or, of course, you can go along to thepipeandcentre.co.uk for all your information on your Glenfiddich. Indeed. Alrighty, so tickets are plenty, things to book and go to. I have to give a mention to something that's completely different. I have to mention Dan Nevins. Yes. For those of you who've been following Dan Nevins, of course, this last while on social media and on his website, dnpiping.com, Dan has been keeping a little bit of a blog as the season unfolds. Now, the reason I'm mentioning him this week is because on the 11th, uh, Dan actually published a bit of a blog that was incredibly interesting and was possibly going to be one of our future topics of the week on the show. So he's kind of preempted one of our shows. How very dare you, Dan? <laughs> but yeah, he talks about the apparent uh, decline in pipe bands and sees it as a heavy cloud hanging over the band scene. As I've just mentioned, the solo piping scene seems to be going ding dust. That seems to be having such a huge resurgence at the moment. And yeah, solo piping and drumming is seeing a bit of a renaissance. And it's, yeah, people getting involved in it is just increasing, seems to be every week. But. 
Yeah, it seems to be from the 80s and 90s, the numbers of bands competing in that seem to be on the decline. And Dan talks about this in his latest blog post. And go and read it. I'm not going to spoil what his thoughts and feelings are on the topic, but um, he does mention a few things that I have heard mentioned before. Namely, number one is that the big grade one bands are being blamed for the decline of the smaller lower grade bands. Hmm. Go and have a listen, or not even a listen, go and have a read at some of Dan's thoughts on this, and it really does make for some interesting reading. Uh, so if you haven't checked out his website, there's got a range of blogs there throughout the, the start of the season already. That's dnpiping.com, and just follow the link there for his blog. Very interesting stuff, and uh, we all know Dan is a fantastic writer. We know he's working on a brand new book. Pipe bands are for everyone. And uh, yeah, I have to catch up with Dan actually. Uh, whenever we approach this topic, uh, which he is now preempted, so spoiler, thanks Dan. Um, <laughs> we will have to catch up with Dan and talk about his viewpoint on this topic because yeah, we were going to approach it and the Rab Show team here and possibly talk about it over the winter months. Uh, but hey, he may well bring this episode forward. So yeah, shout out to Dan. What a fantastic blog. Actually, been really enjoying it, keeping the track of it since the season started. And uh, Dan's, I always enjoy Dan's writing style. It's really, really ah, just fant- easily read. It's fantastic. So go and check it out, dnpiping.com and Dan Nevin's blog. It's very, very interesting reading for sure. All right, moving on to another news story. have to mention the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band, who are going to be throwing another party. Their 100th anniversary beef and beer party. There you are. It's going to be held on Saturday, the 27th of August, uh, from 7pm to 11pm in North Pennsylvania. There you are. For more details, of course, you can contact the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band themselves on their social media or their website, ulsterpb.com, for tickets and everything. I think the tickets are $35 each or two for 60 And, uh, yeah, you can go and help celebrate uh, their 100th anniversary there with some beef and beer, apparently. There you are. Okay, Another update from the city of Melbourne, and I have to mention the Melbourne Tartan Festival is in full swing. And this weekend, we will see a concert from Hawthorne Pipe Band. Oh my god, have you seen the clips from the band preparing for this? It's just, it's ridiculous. Just stop it, lads. Unlasses. All right, it's just ridiculous. Uh, so, <laughs> in a recent post by the band, they uploaded a little bit of video footage of the band preparing for the concert, as well as a brief interview with the PM. It was just brilliant to see the work going on behind the scenes. Shout out to Hawthorne, your upcoming legacy concert, which is this weekend. Oh, I think tickets for it are actually still available, uh, but there won't be any uh, ticket sales at the doors. They're asking people not just to turn up and expect to pay at the door, because that won't happen. So, yeah, they're asking you to go to the proper website, melbournetartanfestival.co.uk, and grab tickets for the Hawthorne Pipe Band Legacy Concert. And looking at the clips and everything, it's just ridiculous. Um, So, yeah, that's my takeaway here. It's just ridiculous. So, shout out to Hawthorne. Absolutely cannot wait for their concert this weekend. The reason I cannot wait is because I'm really hoping there will be the odd little audio clip or video clip that we can enjoy internationally. So, yeah, Hawthorne sounding fantastic. Really looking forward to their concert as part of the Melbourne Tartan Festival. There you are. 
All right, I have to briefly mention Castle Bagpipes. Yes, for those of you who follow Castle Bagpipes on social media, they're doing a little bit of a yeah a giveaway at the moment for the Inverarian District concert. They have two tickets to give away for the Pre-Worlds concert at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall on Wednesday 10th of August with the mighty Inverary. And if you are interested, go along to Castle Bagpipes for, for more information. I think it's your usual Facebooky type stuff. You just like and your share and all that sort of stuff. And a random winner will be drawn on the 31st of July. So if you haven't bought your tickets for the concert and you'd like to win a pair, then there's your opportunity. Go along to Castle Bagpipes on Facebook and I think they have a Twitter as well, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, go and check them out and do all the usual Facebooky stuff. And uh, yeah, you could possibly win, indeed. Hmm. Now, I have to give a mention to all pipe bands here in Northern Ireland who were involved in celebrations just yesterday when I was recording this of the 12th of July. Now, it will take me too long to mention every pipe band that was in action, but there was a few bands actually who have not been on the competition field, but we got to see them out on parade yesterday. Uh, shout out to the Quinn Memorial was one of them. actually seen them in person myself at an event yesterday. So the band sounding fantastic, actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so shout out to the Quinn and many other pipe bands as well that have not seen the competition field, but were out. Yeah. And yeah, playing a few tunes in parade. So it was awesome to see you. And hopefully it won't be long before you're back in that competition circle as well. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to mention that yesterday was a public holiday here in Northern Ireland on the 12th of July and quite a number of pipe bands were out and about uh, yeah, playing tunes on the march and whether you celebrate the event or not, whether you celebrate the day or not, uh, you know I do understand it has its political con- connotations, uh, so uh, hi, we'll just briefly fly over that and wish you, that hope you all had a good 12th and uh, even today the 13th there's a good number of pipe bands involved in Scarva, I think Rivara pipe band are there, I think there's a good number of other pipe bands at Scarva event today on the 13th, uh, so hey I'm just going to gloss over it and wish you all a very happy 12th of July and 13th if you do celebrate it and if you don't then hey we'll move on but it was just awesome to see so many pipe bands here in Northern Ireland involved out and playing and enjoying such a great day yeah the sun was shining it was brilliant to see such music played it was fantastic alrighty moving on I have to give a mention to Kukubrick and District Pipe Band. They're going to be presenting a night of Scottish entertainment. This will be held just tomorrow night, actually, on the 14th of July in Kukubrick Harbour. And, uh, yeah, go along and support the band. They'll be having music from, obviously, the band themselves. They'll obviously have music, song, dance, followed by tea, coffee and biscuits and cake. They'll have a, a full night of fundraising there tomorrow night at, at the harbour in Kukubrick. So, yeah, shout out to you guys doing a bit of fundraising there. Not bad at all. Alrighty, moving on to another news story. I have to mention again the Melbourne Pipe Band, City of Melbourne Pipe Band, and they put out an announcement about an upcoming concert. City of Melbourne Pipe Band Evolution. Yeah, it's called their Evolution Concert Series. So, hmm, I'm intrigued. This will be happening on Saturday, the 6th of August. And for more information on what the City of Melbourne will be doing, of course, you guessed it. Check out their social media for full information. General admission tickets are available now for purchase, and they're $30 Australian. So go to trybooking.com and have a look for it, the Melbourne Pipe Band. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that. That could be really quite interesting. Hmm. Alrighty. Well, as far as all the news and updates and that go, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, so, yeah, you guessed it. We're about to get into quite a heavy topic of the week this week. So, hmm, yeah. I think I've earned a cup of tea this week. (laughs) It's time for a big cup of tea. It's time. 
For the topic of the week, the British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah yes, topic of the week time and you've guessed it. By the title of this week's episode we're talking about the entire situation with the Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band. Now, for those of you who may have listened to last week's podcast, I was going through the draw live here on the podcast, which maybe wasn't the best idea, um, but you got my live reaction as I clicked on the button and read it live here on the podcast. And you got my genuine reaction for some of the grades and all, yeah, there was things that Rab got wrong, of course. Things that Rab got wrong. But there was one thing on there that I really did pique my attention at the time. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, hmm, something's happened there. Now, of course, I was talking about the the draw for Grade 4B. And there was one band in there that I knew was a bit of a glaring omission. And that was the Sons of the Holy Land Pipe Band. Now, the reason that this kind of really piqued my interest is because long before the draw for the Worlds was even talked about, I'm thinking maybe the end of May, start of June perhaps, I recorded an interview with the band director of the Sons of the Holy Land Pipe Band for a BBC show that I work on called Kintra. I was going to bring you that interview in this week's podcast in its entirety, and uh, but then... Everything that happens, happens. And, (laughs) yeah, but I think at this point I'll maybe put that interview in here for context. When you keep in mind that this was recorded at the end of May. 
Now, what am I talking about? For everyone out there going, Rob, what th- what's wrong? What's going on with the pipe band? Well, as I read it on the podcast here last week, I discovered that the Sons of Holy Land were not entered. They weren't in the draw. And I knew that the band had every intention of coming across to Glasgow to compete at the Worlds. In fact, that was their entire focus. They had been working tirelessly for a long time and fundraising and everything. And I knew that the band had every intention to jump on an airplane, come to Glasgow and compete at the World Championships. And that was the story. That that was the story that I was capturing at that time for the BBC show that I work on, on Kintra. So whenever I read the draw live on the pod last week, I seen their name wasn't listed and I thought, oh... That's a bit odd. So after the the podcast wrapped and everything and I finished going through the entire draw from 4B to Grade 1, I then decided once the podcast was published that I would reach out to my contact uh, at the Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band and find out exactly what happened. But that's the rest of the story. But first of all, let's get into the introduction then, shall we? This is the interview that I recorded with Eddie Badish, who is the band director at the Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band. And this was at the end of May, start of uh, start of June. And uh, yeah, as you can hear from this introduction and the background of the band and everything, yeah, you'll hear that the band had every intention to come to the Worlds. So let's welcome Eddie Badish, the band director from the Sons of Holy Land and District to the Rab Show podcast. My name is Eddie Badish, director and drum leader for Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band from Israel. We are brand new band that we started our way last year we are based in nazareth israel the holy land and we're basically a group of scouts boy and girls so basically in nazareth there is four different scouts groups each one uh, belongs to uh, one of us catholic orthodox mm-hmm. and basically we got united during the uh, covid time you know everybody was in lockdown and basically we are used to pray on Christmas. In 2020, everybody was under lockdown, you know, the whole world. COVID mm-hmm. took all over. And basically, we got united, 88 pipers and drummers, in front of the Annunciation Church in uh, Nazareth. We got a permit from the city and the police. It was crazy. And we put this online, I mean, like live, uh, on uh, Christmas Eve. That's amazing. What a story. So over 80 pipers and drummers, so th- there was already a piping scene there, I suppose. And this is just an amalgamation of everything. Basically, each uh, scouts group has their own band. We play basically our own music, our traditional music, mm. a little bit of the Scottish music, but none of those musicians know how to read the music. None of them has learned or been taught by any of master classes or took any lesson that has to do with bagpipes and drumming so basically it's all self-teached the only thing we have is youtube you know and there's a lot of uh, videos that they teach you how to put your fingers and especially also the drums all the techniques and and from there we started wow that's incredible so eddie what kind of age groups are involved in the band are we talking multiple generations are they all young kids or older folks we have different kind of ages, basically starting from a high school student. I we see. We have businessmen, we have nurses, doctors, professional people, and student, college student. What made 
everyone lift the instrument in the first place. I'm sure that Nazareth is not the first place to expect to see a set of Highland bagpipes. I remember myself as a little kid. We're basically, we took it from Jordan. You know, the Jordan, Jordanian army mm. has a pipe band as well. And from there, we start to listen. It came all the way to Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and Nazareth afterwards. Our society, basically, especially the Arabs and Israel, uh, most of them, they really joined the scouts as in a young age. And at the scouts, there always there's a music, musicians like a music band as such as a drumming and pipe band. So basically, all of the kids, they're all go excited about this band and they're always wants to join them. But once again, none of those bands was, they don't play the way that you guys in the UK or USA or Europe, all the, let's say the high end band, the upper level of the band. So again, it's more or less, it's our music, our traditional music. And, you know, we're always trying to uh, copy the Scottish version. Then we said, that's it. We're going to do it. We're going to make it this time. And our first try was actually very successful by starting from the first performance at the Corona time in front of the announcement church. As I said, we also made a film or a video of the Christian Easter. And we also played all the music was live by our band all the way from our first live concert back in December, last December, and we call it the journey. And that's exactly our journey, everybody's journey in this band, from the Holy Land to the world. We obviously heard the news that you guys had been recently graded as grade 4B here in the UK. Am I right in thinking then that you guys will be making the trip over to Glasgow to compete at the World Championships? That's correct. This week we'll be uh, buying all the tickets. Finally, we got everything put together. Hope to see you there, everybody. Can I ask then, have you any influences? You say you do play a lot of your local music from your own country, but do you have any kind of Ulster or Scottish influences on your music? Yeah, of course. The Journey concert concert that was back in December was all Scottish. We're not playing our music. We're always like focusing on all the Scottish music, jigs, two and four marshes, four and four. We're trying to catch the game again to compete at the words. There you go. So I have to ask then about equipment and uniforms. It's bound to be not a very straightforward thing to get a kilt or anything like that where you guys are. Is that a big stumbling block? I'll tell you what, that was one of the, the hardest thing I've handled before I gave all the members the news that we are wearing a kilt in Israel, you know, <laughs> over here it was a little bit, it was funny, like everybody raised their hands, like we're out, we're not doing it. <laughs> but basically, it seems they like it right now. They're basically waiting for the next time they're going to wear it. About the instruments, I'm a supplier for pipe bands and drums equipment myself. All our drums and Pipes, they all come from Scotland, of course. I we see. use different manufacturers in the backpipes, you know, such as RG Hari's and Henderson's. And for the drums, we're using Andantes. Ah, see, Andante, they come from Northern Ireland. There you go. That's, that's <laughs> correct. Is there much of a piping scene in Nazareth? Like, how is the music received where you are? Do people like it? It's more noisy over here. Before we start playing, 
the professional way before we took the professional route bagpipes and drums was never an instrument that people over here will come and buy a ticket to watch and listen to you but that was a game changing uh, the journey people like i'm telling you it was four nights in a row each night was 900 seats sold out wow for yeah for four nights that everybody was shocked for what they have seen that's amazing it took us the first show whole city and the district area like around was talking about the journey show and the next day people was running to buy tickets it was crazy wow that's fantastic well hey eddie if anything i'm hoping you guys enjoyed the trip to glasgow and actually managed to bring some silverware home you never know i think that's the goal here yeah we basically we hope to be a good competitive for the great 4b I believe we're going to do a good job. I trust my members. I trust my guys. I know they're working very hard. Basically, we're working almost every day from 7 p.m. till 12 a.m. Oh, wow. It's not just a game. It's not just a trip. And I hope everybody had good luck over there. I'm sure there's a lot of a good bands over there. Hopefully, it will go well to everybody. Before I let you go, then, can I ask then, what are your plans for the future? Obviously, with the World Championships in front of you, that's a big deal. But is there anything else in the, in the future for you guys? Now, basically, after the words, our journey is going to continue with another concert for the journey next December. And we're going for journey two by spring. It's just the start. And there's always something to do. Eddie, I want to wish you all the very best of luck uh, in Glasgow in August. Thank you I, very much. I am very, very yeah. much looking forward to seeing you guys on the grass. And uh, no doubt we'll have to share some haggis on, on the green for sure. Sure thing. Looking forward to that. And there you have it. Fantastic stuff. Now, for those of you who do listen to my radio show, uh, the, the work that I do over there at the BBC, you would have heard that interview weeks ago. In fact, it was, I think it was broadcast on the BBC about three or four weeks ago. Uh, probably, but yeah, about a month ago, I would say. Yeah, because it's no longer available on the iPlayer. Uh, so, yeah, that episode dropped, and it was quite an interesting story at the time about this new pipe band who was just newly graded, and they were doing their best to get to the World Championships. Well, as I read the draw, as I just mentioned there, that, yeah, they weren't entered. So I did contact Eddie again after the podcast wrapped last week. And I said to Eddie, so what's going on? I said, what happened? You guys aren't entered in the draw. And this came as a big surprise to the band director as well. He's like, oh, my word, what happened here? Well... <sighs> With a whole series of phone calls, emails, back and forward with HQ, and it was all particularly very stressful. Uh, yeah, no one seemed to really know what exactly was going on. So, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we decided to, well, put the story out there, first of all, uh, to see if anyone out there had any experience with this and could possibly help. Now, what happened was is that Eddie and that, the guys from the band contacted RSPBA headquarters and asked them, just what is going on here? Uh, we thought we were entered for the Worlds, and we don't see our, see our name listed uh, as a competitor. Uh, we have hotels and flights, and everything's booked, and we've spent hundreds of thousands of pounds here. We're yeah, we're hoping to get to Glasgow to compete. What happened? Uh, well, apparently they were informed that there must have been some sort of administrative error, and that they would get back to them. And everything was sort of left on a hiatus. 
that's when we published our story. Uh, we published it on our Facebook page, on our Twitter, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, let's say that uh, that we kicked a hornet's nest would be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can I say that this has been one of the most fiery uh, exchanges that we've seen on our social media for quite some time? Uh, the outcry, the public outcry from everyone uh, seemed to have been, I don't know, built up over a period of time, I guess. A lot of people were getting a lot of stuff off their chest from previous pipe bands who had also made um, you know, errors in administration and perhaps not handed in their entry form, not paid their membership fee. Maybe the form was late, maybe their entry was late, maybe there was something they forgot to put in the form and then that rendered them that they couldn't be entered. I think the piping scene has been pretty much a wash of stories over the last two weeks, well, over the last week since the story broke, um, of bands who have struggled with their administration. And the result of which is that the RSPBA are very unsympathetic to that regard. Now... The amount of stories that came out as a result of this are many pipe bands saying, oh, that's the reason this band didn't play that year because they didn't get their form in. That's the reason this band didn't play, that band didn't play. It seemed to be overwhelming. The amount of stories that had come out as a result of people saying, well, the Holy Land band aren't entered and they say it's an administrative error. Do we know, is it an administrative error on behalf of the band or the RSPBA? That also sparked a huge debate. And uh, let's say, as I mentioned earlier, people were not a bit shy in their vitriol and had nothing but massive conviction uh, with actually putting their name to what they were saying. They were debating backwards and forwards with each other on our social media and saying how this is right, that's wrong, this is right, that's wrong. I guess ourselves in the Big Grab Show, we really didn't want to enter into debate. We published the story and we let it go at that. Then... Pipes Drums picked it up. Pipesdrums.com, Andrew Bertoff and Co., they picked up the story and also published a story of their own. And again, that seemed to kick the hornet's nest and this the exact same thing happened over there on their social media. Uh, all sorts of debate going backwards and forwards, talking about the complications of uh, band administration. and uh, This form and that form and this player registered, that player registered. No, 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 no. Just, I don't know what happened, but as soon as this story broke, something as simple as the Sons of Holy Land pipe band not being included in the draw, wow, all heck broke loose, and it was just bedlam. Uh, Even ourselves in the Rab Show, I'm going to give full disclosure here, we were contacted by a number of national newspapers asking us for sources and stuff, and how did we find out the story, and all of this. It was absolutely mental. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> so stressful uh, because obviously these national newspapers wanted to grab this story and use it as a stick to beat the RSPBA with. Now, they wanted to kind of, well, hopefully change the RSPBA's mind and allow the Sons of Holy Land and District to compete. Now, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, I'll be brutally honest here with whenever we broke this story, we did ask if there was going to be any help available Uh, With, you know, either figuring out what the administrative error was, because no one knew, and, uh, you know, just what could be done. As far as I'm aware, Eddie then contacted ourselves on the show and said, hi, headquarters has came back to us and said, yeah, you're quite welcome to attend the event at the moment, uh, but not as a competitor. Uh, 
that's pretty much it. You can attend Glasgow Green, you can let your band hit the field, you can play a few tunes, but you're not going to be in the competitive circle. Uh, so, ouch, I think. But this was all as a bit of a precursor because they weren't sure whether they were able to get into the ground to begin with, never mind you know, actually going and compete. So this all complicated the story. But basically what I was trying to say is that ourselves in the Rab Show, we didn't have any real motivation here. We do understand that if a pipe band do slip up and they don't get their forms in on time, then tough. It has happened countless times before where bands don't get their paperwork in and then, oh, they cry from the heavens. Oh, how come we're not allowed to play? That's awful. Well, you had months to get your paperwork in. And that seemed to be the case here as well with the Sons of the Holy Land Pipe Band. A lot of people were saying, oh, it's a band administrative error. They screwed up and didn't get their forms in, so hard cheese. And then there's also people who are saying, well, if it's an administrative error on the behalf of the RSPBA, then they should definitely let them play, you know, because they should hold their hands up, say they made a mistake, and let the band play. Uh, So let's just say this. The debate over all of this story got viciously out of hand. There was all sorts of personal accusations. There was all sorts of insults. Band against band. Piper against piper. Drummer against drummer. It was absolutely mad. And we have no idea where any of this came from. Other than a good number of the people who were providing commentary all had seemed to have the one focus and that was that the sons of holy land and district pipe band should be allowed to play now (laughs) that was not our intention we just wanted to tell the story as it was and we wanted to find out what the error was that was preventing them from doing so if anyone could help with what that was that was what our focus was now we then received an update from eddie the email the show and it says hey rab we've just been told that the board of directors are going to have an impromptu meeting specially convened meeting over the weekend and we will hopefully have a result or some news for you on the 11th of July. It'll either be a yes or it'll be a no. So there was a huge investigation carried out by uh, RSPBA headquarters. They dug down to the bottom of it to find out exactly what happened with the paperwork and everything, whether the band was appropriately registered, whether they were graded, were their fees all up to date, did they pay uh, you know, even their entry fees for the World Championships, all of that stuff was all reviewed. And the world held their breath, I guess, when, yeah, there was a lot of muck-flinging still going on. And even now that I'm recording this podcast, it's now the 13th of July, it's still happening. A lot of people are still flinging muck about, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the outcome of this story in general... I'll read you the statement that came out from RSPBA. A specially convened meeting of the RSPBA Board of Directors this weekend. It was agreed to allow the Sons of Holy Land Pipe Band to compete in the Grade 4B contest at the 2022 Worlds. Uh, In arriving at its decision, the Board of Directors reviewed the various submissions made to the RSPBA prior to the contest closing date and accepted that they showed intent and could see why the band secretary believed that they had a valid entry to the world championships now that paragraph is key as that the band showed every intent of attending the event and they could see why that the band secretary believed that they had a valid entry 
This is the thing. The Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band are a brand new pipe band on the scene. They're also not based here in the UK and may not be completely aware of all of the bureaucracy that's involved with running a pipe band through RSPBA as being a member. So, yeah, can it be understood that perhaps not every T was crossed and every I dotted and maybe there might have been something somewhere missed? And, yeah, this paragraph is absolute critical because it says that after reviewing everything, they seen that the band showed an intent to play which is, as you heard that interview there that I had with the BBC like a, bum- a month ago, the band definitely did have every intention to come to Glasgow. And then they could also see that the band's secretary believed that they had a valid entry. So, as a result, they were able to include the band in the running. So it finishes here saying, The board of directors also acknowledged that the resulting situation was not a consequence of any administrative error of the association's members of staff. Hmm. Now, as much as that paragraph isn't really needed, we do get it. We, you know, that second paragraph there where you're talking about how the, the band secretary believed they had a valid entry, that tells us right there that the band obviously had missed something. Something there. The band secretary just mustn't have got a certain form or something done. That's what that paragraph tells us. But this third one kind of. Likes to throw the boot in a little bit, but tell everyone, but it's not our fault. Yeah, so the RSPBA here are reminding us all that, uh, yeah, administratively, they are squeaky clean and did everything correctly, and that it was the band's fault. And that's fine. We get that. You know, we know why you're coming out defending yourselves. And yes, we never really once accused you of making errors. We just weren't sure where the error was. But now we've had this special impromptu meeting, and we've had the investigation, and now the band have had the result that they want. They're now able to hit that competitive circle. I can't tell you just how much of a stressful week it's been for everyone there in that Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band. Ourselves and the Rab Show have been contacted by a good number of the membership who have told us that how absolutely heartbreaking it was uh, to listen to last week's podcast, and I didn't read out their name. And uh, that the, you know... After all of the work and, the word of the week, preparation that they've been putting in may have been for nothing. So, 12 months of hard work and, uh, yeah, thousands of pounds worth of investment and stuff in equipment and uniform and travel may have been for nothing. But, thankfully, the RSPBA have seen fit that the band showed intent to compete and they understood that the band secretary believed he had a valid entry. Hey, there you are. The decision has went the correct way. And a lot of people then, following this, uh, then all seemed to come together in agreement, finally, after a week's worth of arguing with each other, all seemed to come together and say, this is the right thing. And um, there is still a little bit of uh, aftermath. There is still people... uh, yeah, as I like to say, flinging dung. Uh, so <laughs> some people out there that are still trying to point score and talking about days gone by where some bands didn't hand in their paperwork and weren't allowed and there was no sympathy shown for them. So why was there sympathy shown for this band? And uh, how come the Sons of Holy Land District were allowed to play and this other band back in 94, 95 or whatever, they didn't put their forms in and they didn't get to play. That's not fair. 
Well, I guess what this has shown uh, is a number of things. Number one, the RSPBA themselves have, to uh, at this time, shown a degree of flexibility that they have not shown before. This is unprecedented. And I also think that this is a result of uh, what we've just been through. Over the past two years of a global pandemic, that was a horrible, horrible time. And we are now looking at our association to be as supportive as possible, to help our piping scene rebuild and re yeah, just reform everything that we once had. And if that means doing what they can to enable as many brogues on the grass as possible and as many bands in that circle, then it looks like they're willing to bend and they're willing to help. I have to say that this decision, my own personal opinion, not that of the Rab Show, uh, but my own personal opinion is that this is the correct thing to do. They are showing their pipe and scene, their pipe and world, and their membership that they are compassionate, that they do believe that some of the bureaucracy around piping and drumming can sometimes bury a pipe band's dreams. And in this case, this is certainly a once-in-a-lifetime trip for this band. And, yeah, by doing this and showing this degree of flexibility, they're trying to put bands on the grass, they're trying to help the piping scene back from nothingness. So... Yeah, I think this is absolutely the correct decision. That's my opinion here. (laughs) But there are those out there who believe it is the incorrect decision and that showing this degree of flexibility at this stage kind of flies in the face of other times back in the day when they did not show degrees of flexibility. And uh, that debate will continue on, I'm sure, as the band hit the grass in August this year. Now, I have to say, it's also raised another issue that we've mentioned all the way through this week's topic of the week, and that is bureaucracy. Why is it so difficult? (laughs) It seems to be there is form after form, online entry form after online entry form. There are fees aplenty, and if you don't pay the right games or the right branch or the right headquarters, then you're not playing. And if you don't have the right form in for a certain time at a certain date, and it's just madness. And one thing has been suggested here, one of the guys in the Rab Show team actually has suggested that why don't the RSPBA themselves run like a bit of an awareness session or a little bit of an online class or something like that for band secretaries? Now, I don't know, but in my experience, the person that gets voted in as band secretary is normally the person that's pretty good at writing stuff down. That's pretty much it. Uh, Band secretaries are those who have a little bit of experience of possibly working in an office environment, perhaps, and they're well used to dealing with forms and having to write letters and things like that. Uh, Band secretaries, it's quite a heavy role of responsibility, but from what I remember uh, from being a member of many different pipe bands, the band secretary is always kind of seen as a, oh, who'll do it? Oh, well, sure, that guy there always takes care of all the letters and stuff and bands. Let him do it. Uh, So, band secretary, yeah. Band secretaries get a bit of a a rough deal, I think, uh, along along the lines where they are absolutely dependent on to make sure that all of the forms are completed correctly. All of your registration forms is all taken care of, your entry fees, da-da-da. There's so much involved in being a band secretary as a member band of the RSPBA. Now, not just only our own RSPBA here in the UK, but also around the globe. If you're a band secretary, that's 
not a small thing. You know, if you're a member of Wuspaba, Yuspaba, or even Pipe Bands Australia or New Zealand, wherever you're listening right now, your band secretary has a crazy amount of paperwork to complete every single season. And not every band secretary is completely up to date with everything that's required. And perhaps an awareness session or a little bit of a training course that could be like a point and click kind of thing that you can do through the website to tell you what forms are needed for all your events and stuff and how to keep your band running, how to keep them registered with the association, how to let the association know that you're wanting to play at this competition, that competition, etc., etc. So my suggestion, and yeah, I guess I don't normally give suggestions on topic of the week, but I think the outcome from this is, uh, yeah, we we believe now that the bureaucracy within RSPBA and the amount of forms and things could certainly could certainly do with some streamlining. Uh, perhaps it would help with their international bands. Like these guys, coming all the way from Israel and getting snared up on forms and red tape. Wouldn't it be great just to be able to, you know, pay your fees, get graded and all the rest, and then say, hey, we want to come play at the Worlds. Here's your entry form. Bang. There you go. I don't know. I, 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 because I'm not involved in the bureaucracy and the amount of forms involved, I don't know how it all operates. Uh, but I do know a good number of band secretaries who are good mates of mine, and they constantly complain about the amount of emails and stuff that they have to deal with and the amount of red tape that they have to deal with. You know, player registrations, player transfers, you know, your band registration forms, making sure your fees are up to date. And ah, there's just so much of it. So perhaps a good suggestion could be for our own RSPBA to have a little bit of like an awareness session, a training course perhaps, something like that, to help band secretaries whenever it comes to their paperwork. Yeah. And sure, you could expand that if you want. A little bit of a training course or an awareness session for band treasurers. Yeah, that's another can of worms there. I know a lot of people out there who are band treasurers who took care of the purse strings and... uh, that's a terrible job right there. I, yeah, I would never want to be a treasurer. because, Well, number one, I'm terrible with money at the best of times. But uh, yeah, you need to almost have a qualification in finance whenever you're dealing with some of the things with running a band. And uh, yeah, I think we've talked about it here on the show before about how RSPBA could help with the administrative side of pipe bands. And I think, yeah, perhaps by simplifying their own bureaucracy within their own offices may well help whenever bands are having to deal with theirs. There you are. Anyway, folks, that's pretty much it for this week's Word of the Week. We stumbled upon a story uh, last week, and uh, yeah, it's now this week's Topic of the Week, I guess. (laughs) So um, with that in mind, yeah, keep your ears here in the Big Rab Show pod. You never know what story we're going to stumble upon next by accident. Um, To everyone who did pass comment and stuff on our social media... I do know there was a good number of people who were trying to remain very controlled, but there were those of you out there who weren't so controlled and were very accusationary and name-calling and all of that. It was quite aggressive. There was quite a number of comments, actually, that we did have to remove as a result. And uh, we do like to have our social media as an open forum. We do allow people on our socials to air their opinions and tell us their stories, of course. But whenever it comes to actually making like real slanderous comments and stuff, uh, we do kind of draw the mark at that. So, yeah, apologies to those folks whose comments we may have removed, uh, but that's basically because you're recalling someone 
uh, a flat out insult or something. So we're not going to get into that. Uh, but yeah, there you are. Quite an interesting topic of the week. And uh, yeah, I think a full well done to the Sons of Holy Land District who are now so relieved uh, since this statement dropped from RSPBA. Um, again, our email box filled up from members of the band uh, who were just overjoyed and just could not wait to get to Glasgow. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I for one cannot wait to hear them. You know, I always love to see new pipe bands anyway, the best of times. But this is a new pipe band from a new part of the world that we haven't really seen a pipe band coming over and competing uh, from at our World Championships. So I cannot wait to welcome them with open arms. It's going to be quite an interesting weekend and uh, stepping into that grade 4B. It's not going to be easy for them, no doubt, as well. Now, I've yet to hear them, actually. I don't think I've actually heard any clips of the band preparing yet. So, yeah, I'm going to have to delve into the YouTube and that and try and find a little clip of them of that. So, hmm. With that in mind, I hope you folks out there are all keeping well and you've enjoyed this week's Topic of the Week. If there is anything that we've spoke about on this week's pod that you have a strong opinion on, or perhaps you're in agreement or whatever, you can always email us in. Our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. I know we're talking about bureaucracy and trying to reduce it, and I'm encouraging you folks to email us. So there you go. Yeah, email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I have to say, well done to everyone there at the Sons of Holy Land and District Pipe Band, who are just so excited to head to the Worlds uh, after quite a stressful week when that story broke last week. So yeah, hasn't been the best time for those folks. So they do have my every sympathy, but now they've had the outcome that they desired, and now they can happily jump on an airplane and head to Glasgow. So yeah, good luck to you all folks as you hit the grass. I'm sure the world now at this stage will probably be watching. So um, yeah, quite a cool outcome. uh, But yeah, now it's all down to doing the business in the circle, folks. So good luck. Alrighty. Okay, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Uh, thank you so much for downloading this week. I'm sure as you're listening to this right now, the Big Rab Show team of myself, James Kennedy, and Deej McIntosh, we're actually in the air right now, probably. Uh, so, yeah, we're on our way to the Monterey Games there in California, and we just cannot wait. Be prepared. Next week's podcast will be a special on-the-ground report as we try to bring you as much pipe and action from the Monterey Celtic Festival as possible. And that, of course, we're also rolling into the Ulsters next week, uh, which is going to be quite an awesome competition in Balamina, and we'll hope to hopefully see you all there, uh, jet lag and all. Uh, so, yes, be sure to tune into our socials, of course, The Big Rap Show on Facebook, on Twitter, and, of course, on our YouTube channel. Will we be doing what we can to bring you as much live action uh, from the west coast of the US this weekend? Plus, of course, we'll have loads of little backstage videos and things from the kitchen piping event and that, and interviews and plenty on patreon oh it's gonna be good it's gonna be a great weekend in sunny california with a bit of luck and uh yeah we'll be back here on the pod next week with a special on the ground report from the monterey scottish and celtic festival i cannot wait until next week then folks uh yeah as i say drop us in your emails bigrabshow gmail.com and we will see you all next week on the pod for even more piping shenanigans until then all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. 
and a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>